I'm Zim, and you're listening to the Helpful Photographer Podcast in collaboration with New York City Photo Safari. To register for a safari, please visit NewYorkCityPhotoSafari.com. Well, it's that time of year again, and depending on your disposition, it's either the dreaded or the happy holidays. But whether or not you're a fan of the holidays, you have to admit it can be really fun to shoot. You have the family get together and all of the lights, and if you live in cold climates, the lights with the snow. That's a pretty cool thing too. In this podcast, I'll address the family photo problems because it's the hard one. This usually presents a challenge for people because it's indoors and there's never enough light available. And as a result, people will reach out for that nice fast 50 millimeter lens. But the problem is usually space because you're in a living room or a dining room and you just can't get back far enough. And if you want to include a Christmas tree, well, that's going to be tough. And all of this is further compounded if you're using a crop sensor, which, let's face it, most of you are. And then you combine it with the 50 millimeter, which makes the scene really tight. The inclination to shoot with the prime lens is because they're capable of gathering more light, and these family gatherings usually happen indoors after sunset. In other words, you're shooting in a cave. So if this is what you have, try to use something wider. Like something between a 24 and 35 millimeter prime on a full frame sensor, or between an 18 and 24 millimeter if you're shooting crop sensor, and make sure you turn on all the lights you have available. But frankly, even with the really fast prime lens and all the lights on, very often it's just not enough light. So you'll need to bring in a flash. Yep, I said flash. I know most people will tell you not to use it, but that's because they don't know how to use it. The great part about flash is it gives you a ton of light. The problem is it's a very harsh light. Flash units are what we call a point source light, and they tend to make everything kind of nasty looking. You can fix this problem by diffusing the light, but this gets a bit tricky when you talk about a little pop-up flash. Although there are a number of inexpensive diffusers you can now buy online for less than ten dollars that seem to do the job reasonably well. I just bought several of these, and hopefully, I'll be able to run a test and report back in a couple of months. The preferred way to add light to a scene is to use a studio system, but that's pretty impractical for most people. So I'm not even going to go down that road. Another option is the external speed light that attaches to your hot shoe. These are great because they provide a ton of light, and very often they have articulating heads, which allow you to point the light in different directions. This is really important because it allows you to bounce the light off walls and ceilings, and in doing so, the entire wall becomes your light source, and it's highly diffused. Many photographers will point the light directly up into the ceiling, but this is usually a mistake. Although the big surface of the ceiling will produce a very, very soft diffused light, it is now raking downwards and leaving dark circles under people's eyes. The better way would be to point the light. At an angle above your head and behind you, so that it's bouncing off the corner where the ceiling and the wall meets. This will help soften the light without dark circles under people's eyes. You do want to be careful, though. If you have walls that are painted anything other than white or off-white, like red or maybe green or even yellow, the light bouncing back will have that color as well. So hopefully, your room will be white, gray, or even off-white. So not only do you need to predict the angle of the light coming back, you also need to predict the color. 
A better option is probably to buy a device that will sit on top of your flash to diffuse the light. I've seen many, many of these over the years, and I've come to find that the best ones look like a round plastic soup cup that sits on top of your flash unit. I won't mention any specific brands as they pretty much work the same. The question comes down to price and weight. There are also small white square plastic looking things. These are cheap and they only work okay. And then there are attachments that make your flash look like miniature studio softboxes. These work reasonably well, but not nearly as well as the roundish bulbish looking ones. Again, there are multiple manufacturers out there. Just look around online. All you need to do with these is to attach them to the top of your flash, point the flash upwards, and blam, a beautiful soft light. Next week, I'll talk about shooting holiday lights. I hope that was helpful. Until next time, keep on shooting.